we've got an awesome show for you today, so let's get started. for the Prepared Mind channel monologue Q&A. So get your questions in to Jolene. Welcome back to the show. Whew, what a day, what a week. <laughs> and believe it or not, I woke up with the kidney stone and already gone. I had to have drank at least 10 gallons of water to flush that thing out. Hurt like hell. Don't ever recommend anyone doing that. But there was no way I wasn't going to be in this chair for today's broadcast. We've got some exciting things happened. I know the title, Georgia Guidestones. What a what a big, big news story that is. I want to talk about that in depth. I've got a little theory on that, a little side theory um, that I want to go over with you. Yes, yes, indeed. Kaz just wrote in that it blew up at 3.33 a.m. Hmm. That certainly is one of those numbers that is used quite a bit by the Illuminati. 33. Anyways, let us move on for now. I want to get to it. I'm going to give it just a few minutes. Get everyone inboard, inbound, Pulling up a beverage, a chair, make sure you're good. And I've got something here that's going to be, well, every bit is shocking. Are you ready? Well, Arizona, after having some election issues, has really turned around and grown into a massive Make America Great Again anti-Democrat party pro-freedom, pro-border state. They have a lot of elected officials sitting in, uh, county supervisors, uh, these, these, these low-level bureaucrats and scumbags, as well as high-level elected officials. They've got some great candidates that are coming out now. I think Carrie Lake is going to make a great governor in Arizona, and uh, she might even push on for a run at the presidency, I think, in 2028. We're going to see about that, folks. We're going to see all about that. But for now, I want to talk about an Arizona congressional candidate. His name is Jerome Davison. And he has basically called out the Democrats as racist in a new ad. And here's the quote from the ad. When this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods, oh yeah, folks, you bet. Former NFL player, he's a pastor and he is a U.S. congressional candidate in Arizona, Jerome Davison. He released this new ad defending our Second Amendment rights and exposing the party of white supremacy and the Ku Klux Klan, right? Davison in an interview said, quote, when I grew up in the South, the KKK would be coming through and everybody in our community would be scared and afraid. But I wasn't afraid because my father had guns in the house and guns made me feel safe. He continued uh, and said, quote, the past is still relevant today because the Democrats are still terrorists, end quote. Folks, it takes a lot of guts to say. You really have to believe it, right? Now, remember, he's not just <clears throat> pushing a social media account, trying to get clicks. He is trying to get votes from regular people. Regular people, folks. Now, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that ad would have been so far out there that people would be like, what the hell is he talking about? Democrats, terrorists. Today we see it, do we not? 
Do we not see the Democrat Party as a bunch of domestic terrorists? Look what they're doing to children, to parents, to members of the service, the military. Look what they're doing to all of us over gas prices, food prices, food production, food security, our infrastructure delivery system, toast. Because of who? That's right, Joe Whitless Biden. It is unbelievable what's going on. And Kaz just reports that the uh, at the Georgia Guidestones, the one that was blown up was the English one. The one written in English. So we're going to get to that here in a minute. Uh, pretty much just unbelievable what has happened. Uh, that, that. <clears throat> the, the story I just read about the congressional candidate in Arizona, I have a funny feeling he's probably going to get elected. I have a funny feeling. Now, let's just move right on to the Georgia Guidestones. Let's do that. Now, now what's amazing, folks, is I come here not with a month's worth of news stories stacked up. I don't come here with a week's worth of news stories and try and pepper you with it. This has all happened, all of these news stories, since I saw you last. Now, I knew about the Georgia Guidestones, but I didn't have any information on it. It was pretty hot. All right, pretty hot. <clears throat> now, the Georgia Guidestones are in Georgia, obviously, and they're a set of four, <laughs> sorry, were a set of four upright stones set in the shape of a plus or an X, if you will. And it had a large lintel, a large stone placed flat up on the top of them all. And the stones said in eight different languages, uh, a variety of different things, uh, basically guidelines for humanity that were anonymously created, anonymously um, funded by a company and then put up all anonymous. Now, one of the most critical things there is that it calls for, I believe, diversity. But the most shocking of all was the human population should be kept at 500,000, I'm sorry, 500 million human beings. 500 million human beings. That, that basically requires 90% of the population of the planet to die, to die. Well, even the Holy Bible and the book of Revelations, I think three quarters of the world in the apocalypse is set to perish. And maybe more were it not for the intervention of divine force, God. So they're calling for worse than Armageddon. Anyways, this thing has been around since like 1980, these Georgia Guidestones. And they become kind of a tourist trap, tourist destination, tour, because people are just curious, what the hell? Right, anyways, last night, somebody blew them up. Uh, they actually blew one to pieces, uh, cracked and really screwed up the lintel on top, and probably defaced um, uh, at least one other stone really bad. Didn't totally destroy the monument. But there have been political efforts, by the way, to get rid of this... Uh, uh, anti-human, anti-freedom monstrosity. Now, if I guess we can tear down statues to other patriots, maybe we ought to have more political will to tear these types of things down that call for the destruction of humanity and the loss of our freedoms and rights, you know, in exchange for guidelines. Well, here we are, right? Here we are in 2022. People are being shown exactly what they want. That is, the Illuminati, the evil dudes, Bilderberg, World Economic Forum types, you know, the George Soros and Klaus Schmitz of the world. Klaus Schwab, sorry. <sighs> They've said that they're going to take all our money. They said they're going to take all of our wealth. They said they're going to take our food and give us bugs. They said, we'll own nothing and we'll like it. We'll be happy with that. 
That's what they've told us. I think the people are starting to really see it. In Holland, the Dutch, they're they're spraying their political uh, government buildings in, in fucking animal shit. They're lighting bales of hay on fire, leaving them everywhere. I think it's time for them to go after the elites in their estates and show them what it's like to have everything they own taken from them and turned to rubble. Now, that's been going on over there in Holland. So someone here in the United States said, hey, 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 we've had enough of your shit here. You're screwing up our farming. You're screwing up our fuel system. You're screwing up our fertilizer. You're screwing up food production. You're screwing up everything. We're going to show you what we think of your freaking guidestones. And I think they blew it to pieces. Could this be one of the first major retaliations against the powerful? Now, a lot of people are cheering this, going, man, I wish I had done that. Man, I wish I was there. Man, I think that's cool. Man, I couldn't agree more. And man, can I understand those sentiments. But I do have this to say. It's a big what if. And this is kind of up Kaz's alley. What if... It was none other than the globalists themselves who blew up their own monument. Because it's being called an act of terror. And who would blow up this monument except a radical, right-wing, Christian, white supremacist, Republican terrorist? That's exactly who would blow this up. So why not stage the event, blow it up, and then blame the right wing? Well, public outcry hasn't been to go after the right wing. (laughs) But it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't blow it up themselves trying to frame everyone else in an effort to turn the world against Republicans. When in fact, folks, the world loves freedom. The people love freedom. The world loves the idea of a free America. The world does not like politicians in Washington, D.C. or in Brussels or in London or Paris. No, no, they don't like them at all, folks, especially not the ones in Berlin or wherever the hell it is they're hiding. And Davos, I think, once people learned where Davos was and what it represents, I think they became very sick of them as well. Yep. So this is interesting, folks. What comes next? People have had it with this bullshit, right? Now, when you attack monuments, right, you're attacking an idea. Oh, that's right. Joe Biden said Antifa is just an idea. And that idea attacked our soul, uh, our statues, our, our memorials. Right? They sure did. That's what Antifa did. They're just an idea. Well, an idea. Okay, statues. Next is seats of presumed power. That is government office. What if somebody starts going after government offices? And again, I'm not recommending this. I'm saying watch it happen. Are people going to start um, attacking symbols and institutions of federal authority? Not local, not state, but federal authority. Are people in the states going to start attacking the federal government like the EPA, the FDA, and other three-letter government institutions? Are they going to go after the buildings themselves and say, this is what we think of your power. You are now kicked out, right? You no longer have an office to work in. You're out of the state. Is it not? It won't be the local government. It won't be the state government. It'll be the people doing it. Is that what's going to happen? Now, whether it does or not, I have no idea, but I want to be prepared up here 
in case we start seeing more of this. As people realize the country's been destroyed by the Democrats because they obey their masters, the big woke corporate power structure and banking structure and investment structure and international financiers. We know who they are. I'm, it doesn't take me, I don't know, uh, half as much as other people do about who's responsible for paying for all the destruction we're dealing with. Right? I'm not blaming Chevron and ExxonMobil. Right? They're also being screwed over in this deal. You know, for fuel, the food companies, I'm not blaming them, right? It's, it's just, it's such a huge problem. But how do you kill a Hydra? Right? You got to cut off all the heads. Well, you got to start one. You got to start one, I guess, right? Somewhere, somewhere someone's got to get started with. This could be it. I don't know. Right? I would hope for a peaceful resolution, but I think a thought I came to uh, in conclusion today while I was <laughs> sitting there nursing a kidney stone, I was thinking that government never never changes its mind. It never does. Even when it is seemingly very small and very powerless, government never acquiesces, agrees that its power is that small. Government power can be that small and it'll believe it's this big. It'll believe it's, it's huge. Even when it's this small, it just takes a while for it to expand and get there. Now that it's here, do you think it's going to change its mind any more than it did 50 years ago or 100 years ago? The answer is no. It's not going to change its mind. It's not going to realize the evil of its ways. They want more control, more taxes, more submission by us. They want us to give our rights up, voluntarily allow them to take them. It would be interesting if the governor of any state said, that's it, you're out of here, federal government, you're done. And, the, and, and used the people to do it. I would just, I, I don't know what's coming next, right? I watched a whole lot of stuff over the weekend uh, from Pakistan, from Libya, from Sri Lanka. I've looked at stuff in the past where the people just overwhelm the, the police. They overwhelm everyone. I've seen uh, protests where the police join the people. It's time, folks. The time is coming where the world says, enough of this shit, I'm done. Is the Georgia Guidestones event. Is that going to mark the start of something? Let's find out. All right. Uh, I want to remind everyone, get your questions into Jolene. Uh, I've got the first half of the hour and, and you guys get the second half. I want to thank you for coming to subscribestar.com and signing up for a premium service, two bucks a month. Now for two bucks, seven cents a day, what do you get? You get to join the videos live and you get to get the information now. YouTube gets it, it's not quite as fresh. I wouldn't call it stale because what we get and send over to YouTube is to help wake the world up and to do so with information that very few other channels dare to touch and I don't think can really handle getting this much information out on a daily basis. We do that and we give it to YouTube, but you guys on Subscribestar, you support us guerrilla fashion by coming here to Subscribestar. And I really appreciate the fact that you do. It helps us pay for everything that we're doing. Now, again, just a, a quick little blurb. Um, it took a long time for me to do live videos. Years and years of me saying, I don't want to do live. I don't want to do live. I don't want to do live. And then eventually I was like, I'm doing live videos. And for years, I've told Jolene and others, I'm not going to do any coaching, right? I don't want to do any prepper coaching direct because I just wasn't comfortable with it. 
Well, coming very soon, we're going to do just that. I'm going to do one-on-one -on -one with you. You can meet me in a Zoom-type meeting on a computer, and we'll sit down and talk about your situation and your concerns and what I can do in offering my opinion to help you. All right, well, we'll get to that soon enough. It's coming, but for now, I want to talk about continuing efforts by NATO, European Union, and the U.S. to screw with Russia. Now, <clears throat> Norway and Russia, tensions are now escalating between those two countries. <laughs> and you won't believe why. There's an Arctic island called Svalbard. And it is the northernmost human habitation on the planet. You thought England was north. You thought Norway was north. You thought Iceland was way up there. Folks, Svalbard is, I believe, 300 kilometers from the North Pole. Um, and it is a mining colony. It used to be Russian. And then it was kind of um, given over to Norway. Anyways, they have a treaty, a treaty over this island. Russia still does, has some economic interest there. But Norway is uh, the owning, owning country. Anyways, a treaty, folks, is made between sovereign nations. Sovereign nations. And Norway and Russia have a treaty and has been in place for over 100 years. Now, Lithuania and Russia, they have an agreement over supplying Kaliningrad through a transportation corridor also. And it's interesting to me, interesting, how sanctions imposed by a third party are believed to be more powerful than a treaty between sovereign nations. So Norway would violate its own promises to Russia in order to satisfy the European Union elites which is not a true government, it's not a true sovereignty, and it's not a nation. Yet Norway folks turned back a Russian ship trying to bring food and medical supplies to their mining colony there. It's, it's just, it stuns me that the European Union, the United States of America, and NATO would starve miners, starve miners, deny them food and medicine. How is that not criminal? It's certainly not humane. I mean, this really, this is what these people are all about, right? NATO, US, the European Union, we're morally superior to Russia. And we're going to demonstrate this by cutting off food and supplies to Russians just because they're Russians. It's not like Putin is hiding on Svalbard. Unbelievable, folks. This is how petty, antagonistic, and inhuman the elites are. Sanction Putin, hurt Putin by trying to passively, aggressively fight a war. See, they, they can't just come out and attack Russia. So they use these childish, passive-aggressive games and sanctions. We're going to sanction you. That's what they got, folks. That's how they fight. They fight like little girls. They claw. They slap. They condemn. They talk shit about. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then, and then to, to just make the point even better. Today, the United States has imposed sanctions on Iran's oil producers, right? because they were unable to revive a nuclear deal. Now, folks, Iran has been being punished by the U.S. because, you know, the U.S. is so moral. It's been sanctioned by the United States since before 1980. So in the words of Hillary, what difference does it make now to sanction them some more? And Iran is joining the official BRICS union with China and Russia and their allies. So what difference does another U.S. sanction matter to Iran? Isn't it just, it's, it, these the sanctions do not work. They just don't stop anything. 
These people are complete idiots. <sighs> I mean, this is where they're going with some more. The United States at the G7 have discussed capping Russian oil price at $40 to $60. Well, folks, Russia's going to say no. Why should they sell their oil somewhere that someone else decides? They can sell it for whatever they want. Russia says no, stops delivering oil to the European Union and the United States, and we get screwed. Russia, in turn, sells to India, China, and their allies. Russia wins big. F you, Biden. Oh, and may as well F you to Trudeau and Boris and Emmanuel Macron and Schultz of Germany and the rest of them for being a bunch of jackasses. Uh, well, not to mention Klaus Schwab, right? And all of his gang there. And George Soros. They all think they're just freaking perfect human beings. They're far, far, far from it. Far from it. Now, Kate Bedingfield is leaving the White House comms directorship. Uh, she sucks. Or is she smart? Are people tired of working for this liar in chief? Now, what's fabulous and fascinating is that the biggest liar I have ever seen in action, Jen, the redhead Saki, right? Jen Raggedy Ann Saki. She was the biggest, most bold liar I've ever seen or heard of. And she quit there too. Numerous people have quit, folks. In the dozens? How many people in the Kamala Harris administration? You know, the backup quarterback that no one wants to see on the field. I mean, how many people quit her because she's a ding-dong? Oh, and she is a ding-dong, I tell you. Where do we keep going with this? <clears throat> Last thing I want to talk about is San Diego. Beautiful city of San Diego. I used to live there in a far, far, far away galaxy. San Diego has lost 22% of its police force because of Jim Jones' juice mandates. Folks, what do you think is going to happen in San Diego when things get nasty? Uh, San Diego, by the way, even though it's in California, is a very conservative area. Very conservative area. A lot of conservative people there. Now, why the police force has been required to get uh, <clears throat> Jim Jones' juice, almost said a bad word there, Oh, that's right. Probably a California thing out of Sacramento. That's probably what's going on there. Well, the police are like, nope, I don't think so. Not doing it. And so San Diego is short on police. Who's going to be responsible? Who's going to be responsible for safety and protection if things get nasty again? Well, it's going to be you, the people. It'll be you, the people, who are responsible for yourselves. Once again, folks, who is the problem? Is it me and you? No. It's these leftists out here. The leftists out here, folks. They're, they're trying to use the radical youths in Holland. They're trying to use them. They're trying to rile up Antifa and get them in, in the uh, faces of the farmers and the fishermen and everyone else. It's not working. That's what they tried putting in everyone's faces the last, what, five, six, seven, eight years. And people sometimes put up with it. And other times they fight back. When it gets nasty, violent, folks, who's going to stick up for you? And as soon as we get control of the situation back, we ought to be kicking the feds out and the state out and anyone else out of our areas. And again, I'm not calling for insurrection. I'm talking about their authority and say, look, it's up to local authority not some nebulous bureaucracy hundreds if not thousands of miles away thinking they're in charge and they know what's best how can dc know what's best for any of us and even having a local branch office of one of their fucked up bureaucracies doesn't give them an understanding of local culture the needs of the people 
All it is is an expression of their desire to control us. That's what local bureaucracy is all about. It's the same thing King George had in 1776, is he had his bureaucrats from England come over to America and then try telling America what was best for it. It didn't work then. It hasn't worked since then. And it doesn't work today. All right, folks, let's do this. Let's get to your questions and see what you want to talk about. And I want to thank you again. You, you, and you. I want to thank you again for supporting us here on Subscribestar.com. We need more people here. We need an army here. An army of thinkers. An army of patriots. An army of preppers. And we need to be sharing this information, folks, with everyone we know, right? Reaching out with that address right up there, internet address, and getting it out to people so they can come here and wake up as well. So let's do it. Let's go. Are you ready? <laughs> oh my God, you won't believe this. Okay, we're doing the transition. I get a, a news alert, news alert. Dee -dee 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 -dee. And I look over and it says, Biden attacks Trump, claims Republicans are blocking his effort to lower gas and food prices. He's doing a speech in Ohio. Republicans are blocking his effort to lower gas and food prices. How? Unbelievable, folks. It's just, there's never ending lies. I don't know how anyone wants to work in the White House when everything is a lie. Everything. You could ask the most innocent question and they're going to be like, well, I want to lie about that too. That's all they have. Okay, let's do this. Let's get to your questions. See what you want to discuss. Okay, good golly. <laughs> Thank you, Cottage Farm. Glad you're on the mend, John. I tell you what, I mean, uh, from a minor food poisoning incident, rolling into somehow a bug got me and attacked me, kind of held me down for a couple of days. And then to wake up this morning, I'm like, today I'm back. And I stood up and went, oh, God, you know, it's like I, the same thing that happened years ago, except I was... I was at my office. I was sitting in my desk. I thought, you know, I got to I got to go pee. So I got up and kind of walked to the bathroom. I went pee and I came back to the office. I thought, man, my stomach kind of hurts over on the left side down low and I thought, gee, that's just kind of weird, you know. And I was sitting in my desk, all of a sudden it went, oh, it hurt. And then ah, it hurt some more and then I hit the floor. You know, it was incredible pain. <laughs> Anyways, I woke up this morning, went, ah, I got to go pee. And then I was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> Not again. And I just immediately started drinking the drinking water, just water, 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 water. Luckily, uh, the pain was not as severe and uh, must be a much smaller kidney stone than the first one. <sighs> I tell you, it's been like a, it's been a one, two, three battle. And uh, there's something that Crispy Bacon uh, wrote. He's like, man, I haven't, I've never known you to be sick ever. And I thought, yeah. And he goes, I think that these people who are juicinated, people that have taken the Jim Jones juice and boosters, they might be the creators or vessels of super bugs now. Because we've heard uh, numerous, numerous reports. I have anyways. And if you've, if you've been a member of, uh, subscribe star, and then in the past Patreon, we put up a lot of news links about, um, information I can't discuss, uh, in some places while there, we put it all up there talking about not just polls, but research reports, 
immune systems are being destroyed. Now, imagine this. Imagine if your immune system was half as strong as it normally is and you got sick, then there's a good chance, right, that you're going to get some superbugs built up because all of a sudden, yeah, um, they're not having, they're not getting beaten down as easily, right? So people are becoming more and more sick and sick and sick. Um, that's the idea anyway behind this, this superbug creation. The other way, of course, is people who take antibiotics. Um, they don't properly take them and they, they stop taking the antibiotics and then the bugs come back even stronger because they've only been partially killed, right? This idea, that's how super bugs or super diseases are made. So I, I don't know if Chris has a, a good point there or not. It could be that um, these people out here that are juicinated are creating some super bugs and that's what tried attacking me. <laughs> and it barely snuck through and it took a couple of days, but I got rid of that shit. Uh, other people I've heard though, uh, in this general area that I'm in. Other people have said, you know, uh, there's lots of people that are sick. And they're sick for two weeks, three weeks with this crud that's going around. Uh, some people are screaming, oh my God, it's Cerveza bug, Cerveza. <laughs> and in fact, I think last week I was like, isn't it summer? What is this stuff doing here? Anyways, here we are. Thank you very much, Cottage Farm. Once again, uh, for your concern and for your great support of the channel. Whew. Mikey G says, Adam Kissinger, Republican POS Rhino out of Illinois. He says he's an ex <clears throat> ex Rhino extraordinaire. Predicted targeted assassinations about a month ago. Mainstream media buried the story. Yeah, Adam Kissinger has been quite interesting. He was uh, outed nope there we go got some back discussions going on there you guys are distracting me Vaughn Kaz all right <clears throat> uh, Kissinger uh, was hiding pretending to be a Republican until until right he came out as a never Trumper when Trump's uh, decided he was going to start uh, campaigning for people who were Make America Great Again candidates, America Firsters. Well, the problem with this uh, this clown, uh, Kitzinger, is uh, he's managed to get himself in front of the camera more than anyone. He's on the January 6th committee as a Republican. Yeah, yeah, you got him and, and uh, Ms. Piggy <clears throat> Cheney you know, and it's like they're Republicans. There's no one there that that uh, is opposition to what is being done. There's no one there questioning it, doubting it. It's all confirmation bias for these radical left wing idiots, including Adam Kitzinger. So last month, uh, about a month ago, he started predicting that there'd be targeted assassinations. This came out about the same time as the revelation that youthful Democrats, nearly half of all young Democrats, I think young means under 35 or under 40, but when 40% of the young Democrats think political assassination of their opponents, or you could say assassination of their political opponents is completely acceptable. That is targeted assassinations. I wonder if we're going to start seeing it. I wonder. We had the assassination attempt of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. The would-be assassin was captured, arrested, had his weapons removed, and he is being, I hope, incarcerated, held without bail. I mean, we've got people in... Washington, D.C., that were part of a January 6th peaceful protest who were welcomed into the Capitol by the police. Welcomed in, high five, took selfies with, and have been arrested by the Federal Bureau of just unbelievable investigation and held as terrorists now for 18 freaking months for doing nothing but walking in 
the U.S. Capitol, public space. Targeted assassinations, oh yeah. When it starts, folks, we'll know. I mean, I, I can't, how many times people said, look, John, we got to do something. What? It's going to happen, folks. It's going to be organic. It doesn't have to be planned. It's just going to start happening. When it happens, you'll know. People go, how do we know when shit's hit the fan big time? How do I know when I need to have my rifle, you know, and all of my magazines ready to read? Right? When do I need to have my freedom seed spreader fully prepared? Well, you're going to know. You should have all of those things, folks. And uh, the, the, shall we say, practiced competency, right? Well-practiced, well-regulated militia. We should be well-practiced with our freedom tools. And it's interesting, folks, who is against freedom now? It's funny how abortion is a right, according to the, the political leftists. And, and grooming children as sex toys, that's a right. And being able to teach children they should cut off their genitals, that's a right, according to these socialist Democrat scumbags. They call those rights, but then they tell us our freedom our rights that are actually right there in the Constitution, they're wrong and they're bad. You have someone like George Soros who says that the Supreme Court and Republicans in this country are a threat to democracy. Well, what is democracy, folks? Let's be, let's be very clear. Democracy, democracy is not good. Democracy is mob rule. Democracy is 51% of the population telling the other 49 what they must do. That is a pure democracy. Let's vote on everything. Hell, we got the internet. We can vote on everything. It can be a pure democracy. No, I don't want that. I don't want that, even if the controlling half was mine, because democracies are dangerous. Constitutional republic means we vote on things Yes, but there are foundational rules established to protect the rights of everyone so that one group can't vote to harm another. So that one group can't vote away the rights of others. Now, once again, rights, free speech. Democrats want to destroy that, but then they say they're about democracy. I'm pretty sure a vast majority of Americans like the fact that we can criticize our family. We can criticize Hollywood. We can criticize elected politicians all the way up to the president. And we can even criticize the leaders of other countries around the world. And they can't do a damn thing about it. I can criticize Voldemort Zelensky and he can't arrest me. I can criticize uh, Vladimir Putin and he can't do a damn thing about it. I can criticize Joe Biden. P.O.S. extraordinaire, and he can't do a damn thing about it. Americans love our ability to say whatever we want. And when someone says you can't criticize them, what that tells me is they are in the most need of criticism. All right, let's move on if we shall. I don't want to take up the whole half hour with my, my opinions. Gary D. has a question for me. He says, why are the alphabet agencies buying huge amounts of ammunition? Well, I tell you what, Gary, I think it's probably a, uh, uh, a multifaceted purpose. I think the number one reason is the more ammunition they buy out of the general market leaves less for us. It leaves less for us, the more. Remember, Biden told Lake City, who makes all of the 5.56 ammo for the military, and then they make extra ammo and they sell it to the public. You shut that down. No more ammunition for the public, says Joe Biden. Oh, this whole thing with Russia? Folks, a lot of Russian ammunition was coming to the United States. Lots of Russian ammunition. Not just for those pesky AK-47 type guns. You know, sh shooting that little stubby-ass Russian round. But 
They were also making ammunition for our ARs, for our stubby little 223 or 556. That's right. Russia was selling a lot of ammo over here. So guess what isn't being sold over here now? Russian ammo. And then what ammo is available? Oh, well, good golly. Right? All of a sudden, we have the IRS, the Postal Service, and many other bureaucracies saying, yeah, yeah, we need lots of ammo. And they also have money they have to spend. Right? If they have money in their budget, and if they don't spend it, it's a use it or lose it thing. So be sure and spend all the money you got. Buy ammo. Yep. The whole thing is a giant freaking sham, folks. All right. I'm curious about CERN and that collider. Kathy LeMaster is talking about the Large Hadron Collider. Any thoughts on this new run looking for dark matter? Uh, my thoughts on it are, I don't think they've ever been looking for dark matter. These jackasses. Now, I understand that, in a way, their brains are so big that we can't comprehend the massive thoughts they have because they know math and they have telescopes. They have all this stuff and they have not been able to find one fucking scrap of dark matter in the whole universe. Well, the proof of the universe is, is that the, the universe must weigh this certain amount and we're, we're not able to see a lot of it. So where is it? It must be dark matter. Literally, that's the story we have. The universe should weigh, I don't know how you weigh the universe, but the universe should have so much mass and so much this and that. And it's not there. So it must be dark matter. And so since we can't see it, we can't find it. And we can only detect it with some made up fucking math. We're going to build this large Hadron Collider. And so they did. Uh, and of course they, uh, <clears throat> they had some kind of bizarre fucking occult ritual to, as an opening ceremony. And they have the uh, Hindu goddess of destruction, Shiva, as the statue in front of it. Um, now, they supposedly found the, uh, what, the boson particle and some other subatomic particles they'd never seen before. And, and they found quarks and who the hell knows what else. But uh, one of the big concerns is um, what's it doing to the nature of reality in the universe, right? By doing what they're doing, are they causing other problems? A lot of people say, well, you know, the Mandela effect is the consequence of what they are doing with the Large Hadron Collider, the Super Collider, is there, you know, people are transferring in and out of different planes of existence, right? Parallel universes, because these same big giant brained scientists, they go, well, you know, the universe is made up of all of these different parallel universes with just minute distinctions between them. And so if you were to travel from one to another, how would you know? In some cases, it could be obvious and huge. In other cases, it could be tiny, little small things. So they're trying to change the universe using the Large Hadron Collider, right? In fact, the, uh, <laughs> I had several people tell me, don't get drunk on 4th of July. You don't want to lower your vibrational rate because... We're going to fire up the Hadron Collider and you'll get sucked into a, a lower state of existence. Well, here we are, folks. I think we've all been sucked into it already because this is not the universe where America was great. This is the universe where half the country thinks the Constitution is wrong. What kind of universe is this? Well, I think God works in mysterious ways because if this universe needs some help getting a good understanding of freedom and liberty and what the purpose is, and if this universe that we're now in needs to have communists wiped off the face, that could very well be supplied. It could happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. 
it's absolutely incredible to me how many people are now openly fucking communist. They're not afraid. They're not hiding it. And they, they're probably wondering, hey, hey, how come there's all these freedom people? What's this constitutional thing in the way for? We got to get rid of that. You know, I'd hate to go to that universe where it's all communist and everyone's <laughs> yeah, equally miserable and wondering why they're not happy. Okay. Now we got Mark, the prepared Klingon, checking in. He says, a lot of people in Westminster are quitting. Such a joke. Their lies could choke a horse. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Westminster, what he's talking about is the English government, the British government, over in the good old UK. <sighs> over in the good old UK. For Boris Johnson, his staff are quitting. Well, they have an integrity issue over there. And the English at least have a little more of a conscience than these American sellout piles of shit in Washington, D.C. And they're quitting big time. Now, the difference between our system with uh, separate and distinct branches of government, <coughs> England has a parliamentary system. They have ministers. That's right. They have uh, MPs, ministers of parliament, and then they have a prime minister, a PM. That would be Boris Johnson. So it would be like our president of the United States having to be part of Congress. And then at any time, Congress could vote to get rid of him. Well, that's what's going on in England. That's what the system they have is a parliamentary system where they can give a vote of no confidence a vote of no confidence and get rid of him. And that's what it's looking like. He's becoming more and more, shall we say, ineffective and weak Boris Johnson. Not to mention he's a complete idiot. And, and you know, you, you hope for the best when you see these people get elected. And they speak some flowery words about doing good things. And then they just turn into abject piles of shit. Right? I've had it with politicians. They lie to our faces, right? They lie to our faces, just like this, right? I believe it was none other than Peter Ducey, who once again goes at it with the White House press secretary, whatever the hell her name is, that little idiot that can't answer any questions. Anyways, there's leaked audio. You've probably heard it. I haven't talked about it in the last couple of days. But it has to do with Joe Biden leaving a message for Hunter Biden, telling him, man, I think you're off the hook. The story's gone out in the mainstream media. You're taken care of. Nothing to worry about. Give me a call sometime. Right. And this all has to do with Hunter and his issue with foreign money. Well, the deal is, is that Joe said he never talked with Hunter about his issues and foreign money and foreign corporations. Completely lied. And it's not just a note about it. It's the actual phone call conversation saved and now released to the public. And the White House lies. They completely dodged the question. The leaked audio proved that Joe lied about Hunter's foreign business dealings. But they're just there to lie. Should be impeached for that. She should be fired for that. The entire White House administration should resign in disgrace. Yeah, we'd have a constitutional crisis. Oh, no. What do we have now? A constitutional crisis. Does that mean we throw out the Constitution? No, it means we throw out the government. That's the crisis, is getting rid of the people who are causing the crisis. You don't throw out the mechanism, the machine the Constitution created legislature, executive, judicial, right? These three pieces. That's the machine. The machine works great, but the ingredients they're putting in it are shit. You can't put Democrats into a good system and expect good results. It doesn't happen. They've been trying it and trying it and trying it, and fucking stupid Americans keep electing them and electing them and electing them. Except in, of course, 2020, there was a little question about some stuff that happened back then. 
I tell you. I tell you. We've got some troubles, and I hope you are prepared. <clears throat> um, this is from David. He says, John, seems like they're really pushing the connection between mental health and gun violence. How does this tie into the surrender by Washington, D.C. of our healthcare autonomy to the World Health Organization? Well, the tie, the connection there is the World Health Organization is part of the United Nations, which are anti-gun, 100% disarmament-based thinking. Now, the idea that mental health is tied to gun violence, mental health is tied to mental health problems, how it is expressed has to do with um, the individual, right? <sighs> they want to use mental health as the criteria for denying or approving a gun. Now, how do you prove if someone has a mental health issue? Well, they want to say, they really want to say that being a Republican means you have mental health problems. That claim has been made a few times. Ouch. They want to claim that, right, if you are not tolerant of left-wing idiots, then you have a mental health problem. If you are a homophobe or a xenophobe or a transphobe, or if you're any kind of phobe, right, then you must have some mental health issues. What's incredible to me, folks, is 40 years ago, um, homosexuality was considered a mental illness. When I was a Marine, you could not be a homosexual in the service. It was not allowed. It was believed that there's a mental problem there. And fighting men wouldn't trust a homosexual with a rifle next to them, period. They couldn't be trusted. They didn't like the fact that someone who's a homosexual would be thinking homosexual thoughts about them. And so they weren't allowed in. And then Clinton came up with his don't ask, don't tell. Thank you, Jolene. Clinton came up with that. And it has slowly worked its way. And we just we just want to be accepted as normal. Stop picking on us. And then it was, no, we want to get married now. Now we want same-sex marriage. We want everyone to accept us just the way we are. You know, we're normal. And then... Look where we're at today. You've got drag queens going to schools. You've got the most radical screwballs in government. Have you seen the bald white dude who I think claims, to, I don't know what he even claims to be, but he'll, he'll wear dresses. And, and he is in charge of Disposal of nuclear reactor fuel. He's that guy in the government who oversees that part of the bureaucracy. But this guy also loves to have his boyfriend wear a leather mask in the shape of a dog. And we're supposed to accept that as normal. And you can do that and then be openly, openly have it, openly put pictures out there. And you're going to be in charge of something as important as that. Now, I'm not bringing this up to make fun of the guy. I'm bringing it up to point out what is going on in this country. Now, members of this agency, this nuclear agency, the other SESs, have filed complaints that this person is not qualified to hold that job. And so there's now an investigation being started. It's looking like they're appointing and putting these people in positions of power just for appearances. And I don't think that that's probably the best thing for this country. Aren't we supposed to promote on the basis of competency? Well, we know that that's not true. Everything is done now for virtue signaling purposes, if not just outright nepotism. That is to say, hiring your, your family members, giving contracts to family members, making sure family members are taken care of. And then after that, I guess, then you make sure all your virtue signaling boxes are checked. Make sure you have enough of this and enough of that and enough of the other. 
we've got some big, big problems, folks. Georgia Guidestones went kaboom. What comes next? <clears throat> Stay tuned, right? Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> and thank you again for, for truly, thank you for supporting our efforts here. Thank you for supporting me and thank you for the prayers uh, for the return of my health. Uh, I think they worked and they made a big difference. Um, <clears throat> everyone else sick for weeks. I'm sick for just a few days. You know, I couldn't do it without you guys. God bless you. God bless America. Semper Fi. And chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper? I'll see you tomorrow.